Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast, Swiftly Podding Along. This week, we have a very special guest, which is really exciting, our first guest ever. So, would you like to introduce yourself, guest? <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Jamie. Um, thank you for having me on this on this exciting podcast. I'm very honoured to be the first guest. You should be. Yeah, we're pumped to have you. Is there a blank space in your podcast subscribe list? Have you had a cruel summer and you need more Taylor Swift? Forget the London boy, it's the Brighton sisters It's a love story, baby, just hit subscribe I thought it'd be fun to share the story of how me and Jamie became friends because it does relate to Taylor Swift a lot, well, I think it does Jamie sometimes denies it but we, <laughs> we so we met at uni um, we're still at uni, I don't know why I'm acting like I'm 30 or something but we met at uni a few wait how long ago like a year ago year and a half in the october 2019 oh someone's got the date down someone's remembering <laughs> that great day for you and we were at a weekend conference with our cu and there was a quiz i believe and one of the rounds was about taylor swift lyrics and the book of lamentations in the bible was it yeah it was e- so there were lyrics that were either taylor swift songs or lamentation yes. quotes and yeah. uh, we kind of smashed it. Yeah, we got I think a hundred percent on that round. Not gonna lie. What were the sort um, of what were the sort of um, lamentations that sounded like Taylor Swift lyrics? Uh, is what I want to know. I oh, can I remember the whole quiz? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it was clearly an was, iconic day. <laughs> well, it was like oh, this pain is so deep, or something. I don't know. Yeah, they, they were sort of ones that related to um, pain and sort of like uh, moving through pain mm. and like love as well, which could have could yes. have easily been song quotes. <laughs> yeah, and it was every time I remember just looking up, making eye contact, and then we both were like Taylor Swift. Um, so <laughs> That's amazing. It was great. But yes, that is why I was really excited to have you as the first guest. Well, thank you. Thank- very early on as well. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I asked Jamie what his favourite um, song from Fearless was, and he said Love Story, so... Well, there you go. Hence, well, that is the song we're doing today. I don't think we've said that yet. Oh, we haven't. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that is the song we are doing today. But before we get into all that, Esther, do you like to introduce our first segment? Aren't we meant to roll the intro music? Yep, okay, well, do that first then. Roll intro <laughs> Okay, so our segment one, Champagne Problems. We will go through the drink we have today and a problem that we've had this week. So Sophie, what is your champagne problem of the week? Or should I go guests first? Jamie, what is your problem of the week? Okay, my my problem of the week. I've been thinking a lot about this in in the last week. It's the new smart motorways that we're building and how much I don't like them. Right, I love how we're building as if we're involved in the construction. <laughs> Sorry, what, what's what's the smart motorway? I'm very confused. <laughs> oh, okay. Basically, a lot a lot of new motorways in the in the UK, so the M25 and the M3, are becoming smart motorways. So that means they're scrapping the hard shoulder 
And then, so that means if someone breaks down, there's basically boards and lights above um, the, the lanes to explain when a, a lane shuts. So the idea is that you can shut lanes on the fly. And in theory, it sounds like a good idea, but it just doesn't work. Right. So wait, so when you said we're building, you have no inclusion in this at all. Oh, I have, yeah, I have no inclusion in this, but as a, as a, as a motorway user, it's, it's, a, it's a little frustration of mine that, that is just, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm really annoyed by smart motorways at the moment, and I hope they don't change them all to smart motorways. Mm, that is very frustrating. Sophie, what is your champagne problem of the week? Um... I had it written down somewhere, now I can't remember it. Um, sorry. Oh, yes, actually, that's funny. Sorry, I just called myself funny. Um, my champagne problem this week is that I cannot work out how to get the current episodes that we've recorded on to this programme to upload it, which is quite ironic, because if anyone is listening to this, that means I've worked it out. Um, but it is driving me crazy because I cannot work it out. And I spent so long fiddling around and I might just have to like cut the episode in half and then upload it as two separate files or something. I don't know. It's just confusing me. Um, I need to figure it out basically. And my drink of choice at the moment is a standard cup of tea in a huge mug because it's the morning. Oh, Jamie, what was your drink? Oh, I've gone for a... So I've tried a, a, a new thing at the moment. I've put some I put some oat milk in my coffee this morning. Oh, lovely. I knew it was going to be coffee. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was coffee. It has to be coffee. But we're trying oat milk as a house at the moment, and we're quite oh, liking lovely. it. Yeah, it is very nice in the, in the coffee in the morning. I do do recommend... Um, and we've got a coffee machine for... Or we've got a coffee Ooh, machine for lockdown oh, too. So I think that was probably our best investment of lockdown too. And um, mm-hmm. it's... It's, yeah, it's coming through as a as a good investment. That's great. I'm yeah. I'm actually very happy for you. <laughs> I forgot Esther's obsessed with coffee as well. It's a bad idea. I'm just now on my own. <laughs> my problem of the week. Thank you for asking everyone. Well, um, oh. sorry, you did not give us any time. You just, the sentence ended and you were immediately in there. <laughs> my problem of the week is actually related to um, prep for the podcast, oh. and it actually was this morning um right <laughs> that's definitely i hadn't thought of one and was oh no i need yep. to think of one <laughs> you really sound prepared in this <laughs> so I'm, I'm currently wearing headphones and they're mm. slightly noise cancelling okay. and so that means when i listen to a song and i want to sing along to the song i end up singing oh. really 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 loudly <laughs> and i don't realize until i take them off and i'm like oh my goodness you can just hear my voice echoing through the walls oh gosh <laughs> Yeah, so that's been a bit of a problem today. I say this mm. week, it's just today. Which, yeah, it's not great. Not great. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not currently living with you, if that's <laughs> Very rude. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking today, Esther? Oh, yes. Yeah, what's your, what's your beverage of choice? I have an Earl Grey tea. Oh, Ooh, good shout. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was received very well. Yeah. Um, but it's because I thought it's kind of to do with the theme of the day because love story is quite like, you know, it's about literature. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is just where I start rolling my Sorry, carry on. So, yeah, I just thought it was fitting with the theme of the day of the podcast. I feel read now. I feel like you had more to say and then I just made fun of you. You could say more if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I'll stop there. <laughs> I was just going to say... I, I... Oh, well, tea is great in the morning. I didn't compare it to literature, but then 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know where that came from. Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like Earl Grey, even just the name, it just sounds like something from a novel or something. Right. I mean, there was a person, sorry, this is my history knowledge going out, there was a person called the Earl of Grey, and he was the Prime Minister in 1832 and started the reformation of the voting rights. Did he also <laughs> start the Earl Grey tea? Uh, I think, I can't remember, I feel like he really liked it. Maybe it was named after him, I don't know. But I remember remembering that fact, because his name was Earl Grey. But yes, 1832, he was Prime Minister. If that's ever in a pub quiz, I will smash it. That is some good history knowledge, that. Mm, that is. Wildest dreams and fears, afterglow and happiness. Love the teardrops on my guitar. Our song, getaway car, shake it off and door and beer. As with the whiz, you get the idea. Oh, what a marvellous tune. Great, so our next section is, oh, what a marvellous tune. And... This is where we talk about a different song each week. So this week we're talking about a fan classic, which is Love Story. And I've got some facts and stats for you. And excitingly, I have two sets of stats because I think, was it yesterday the re-release? I think so, yeah. Yeah, the new version was released yesterday of Love Story, Taylor's version. So I have stats for the original and stats for the re-release. So I'm going to hit you with some of those, if that's okay. Yeah. Um... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so the original um, came out in 2008 when Taylor was 18 years old. Um, it's three minutes and 54 seconds. And on Spotify, okay, I always have to read these mahusive numbers and it stresses me out. Did you just say mahusive? Yes. That's a word, isn't it? I mean, no. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Brutal. Okay, well... I'm just going to read out the no, sorry. <laughs> if it is, then that, I'm, I'm very sorry. I take that back if it is. I feel like we're going to have to look this up now. Yeah, I feel like this, this has to be a, an inquiry. Mm, well, I'll let you know. If you find out it's, if it is. Well, it's in the dictionary. <laughs> it's an adjective and as informal. Yes. <laughs> well, this is an... In- Sorry, it's in the Oxford Dictionary. I take that back, Sophie. I'm sorry. Thank you. Wow, look at that. I forgive you. Actually, actually, they were, um, they were added to OxfordDictionaries.com, the free online dictionary. Uh, that counts. Does that count as the Oxford Dictionary, though? Yes. Mm. I feel like we disagree in a game of Scrabble. I feel like we disagree in Scrabble anyway <laughs> when you try and put nonsense down on the board. <laughs> Right, okay, carry on with the stats. Anyway, yeah, sorry, I'm going to read 407,608,737 listens on Spotify, and it was written by Taylor Swift. And now the re-release version that came out yesterday, uh, so that came out in 2021, and when Taylor was 31 years old, it was 3 minutes and 56 seconds, which is 2 seconds longer, but I don't know why. Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't, well, it came from... The numbers. No, is in where did well, the two the song. come from? Yeah. Oh right, I don't know. It may just be like sound at the beginning or end. Probably, yeah. Just, just sound. Know. That would make sense in a song. Esther, you know exactly what I mean. Like the fading sound. You know. I do don't know. Sass me with that. And what surprised me is that it currently has less than one thousand listens on Spotify in twenty-four hours. Really? Yeah, in twenty-four hours, which really surprised me. Um, that is really. Surprising. I thought it would. 
be a lot more. But I guess because it's not a new song, the only people really listening to it are like diehard fans. Like I don't know. Like I guess it's not. There's not that build up around it as well. Yeah, that's true. But it was written by Taylor Swift and produced by Christopher Rao and Taylor Swift. So they're all my fun stats and obviously we're going to get into the fact that there were two versions a bit later if we just talk about like the song now yes that's me <laughs> um <laughs> so well it's all of us but sure you can start right um <laughs> so this song was written as you said when she was 18 which is the same age i am now which makes me feel like i have not achieved oh, yeah. a lot in my life yeah i mean if you think that each like, she was 18 when she wrote all of Fearless, so each song will make you feel like you have an That's true. I feel like song. I say this every week. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, So <laughs> she wrote it when she got home from an English lesson at school, and they were studying Romeo and Juliet, and she was like, I don't like that ending. I'm going to write my own. And so she sat down. 20 minutes later, the whole song was written, which I think is incredible. Ooh. And I think wow. it's, that's just my favourite Taylor Swift, like, writing song fact. The fact that she just came home, she just wrote it, and she's like, there we go, all done. <laughs> That's yeah. that. Off we pop. If she wasn't a singer, she could have been an author. You know? Yeah. Rewriting <laughs> stories. It was silent for a very So the first, the first two lines of the song are, we were both young when I first saw you, I closed my eyes and the flashback starts. And what I love is that that are the first two lines of the re-recordings because mm. that's relevant to like her whole fan base and how she looks back at mm. her old sort of music and stuff. I just think that's really special. I think it's really cool. Yeah. And there's loads of Romeo and Juliet imagery in the song. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's not just like she's just like plucked these two characters and created a whole new world for them. She has sort of placed them in like Shakespeare's original settings because there's, mm. like, the balcony, which mm-hmm. is very iconic. She also brought it to life in the Speak Now tour when she does Love Story. Mm. She's on a balcony going over the crowds, which is really cool. And the party, the ball gowns, in that line, she talks about a party, which is where Romeo and Juliet first met. And she says, little did I know, because she didn't, Juliet didn't actually know Romeo was a Montague back then. This is just fun trivia facts from the play. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning so much. <laughs> and then, however, there are still parts of the song where she she doesn't quite stick to the, you know, classic story of the play. So, for example, mm-hmm. I mean, there's the whole ending, which I'll get into in a bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> in the line, uh, my daddy said, stay away from Juliet. Lord Capulet actually wasn't that much of a hater of Romeo. Mm. He, obviously they weren't, best friends because the whole rivalry between the families but yeah it's actually Tibble that um was the main reason that they weren't happy to although they couldn't happily be together because Tibble properly despised Romeo right so he you know he didn't actually you know find out about their relationship really I guess it wouldn't rhyme as well just to say Tibble said stay away from Juliet <laughs> wouldn't have would have sounded as good maybe <laughs> And there's a lot of fairy tale imagery in general um, in her early mm. albums, which she sort of captures in this song, um, which Definitely. is then mentioned later in Reputation, where she says, mm. my castle crumbled overnight. So um, when she's talking about how this whole fairy tale landscape and, of dreams and happiness and romance, she's just saying that crumbled. And now this is the mm. sort of new me, which relates to the whole the old Taylor is dead thing. Yeah, I love the the um, the sort of 
broader influence of literature in her songs um, because mm. she's got the Scarlet Letter, uh, obviously Romeo and Juliet in this song. Um, she mentions Rebecca. She mentions Dickens, Gatsby, William Wordsworth. Wait, um, Esther, who's Rebecca? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> where's the wait? Where's the Dickens reference in Love Story? No, I'm so confused. Not in Love Story, generally in her songs. Oh, um, right. <laughs> it's Rebecca. <laughs> it's a it, Tolerator is written um, about Rebecca, which is a novel. Right. Okay. Okay. We can get into that later. <laughs> and yeah, and then obviously the ending, which she changes from the original story. Um, which yes, I do just wish happened at the end of the day. It's so frustrating. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> like in the in the film, the Romeo and Juliet film with Leonardo DiCaprio, when watched it many times. Yeah, um, and. Oh, it's just, it's so heartbreaking because they like, um, he like takes the poison and then she wakes up and then he looks at her and then they're like, no. And then it's just like, oh, if you'd have waited like half a second, things would have been different. Um, Esther, spoiler alert. What? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very sorry. Also, um, that film is like dramatised for Hollywood. Like in the play, it's like several hours between her waking up. Like it's, it is dramatised for Hollywood. Right, I'm but feeling very ganged up against. Well, <laughs> I'm just hitting you with a fact. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is like an intentional move by the creators of the film, but that isn't actually the play. And like the song Love Story isn't based on the film, it's based on the play. So, you know, just maybe get your facts right before you start talking. I don't know. <laughs> very rude. Um <laughs> I'd just like okay. to add about the, the actual music video. I love that, like, with the balcony, everything you said there. Um, mm. It was intentionally made so that it could have been in the 1800s, it could have been in the 1900s, it could have been in 2000 and 2007 or 2008. And I just kind of love how they how they based that, um, the love story that could have been any time mm. in, this, in this last almost 250 years. Mm. Yeah. And even today, like, I think we forget how how long ago it was even recorded, like, 13 years ago. But, like, yeah, it still could could have been released today. Um, Hang on. Yeah. It was released 13 years ago, and she's released the re-recording yeah. now. Yeah. 13 Esther, years not, later. I thought you already would know this. And get I did not know it. this. That's so exciting. Yeah, okay. Great. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> I can't believe that I knew that before Esther did. That is... Incredible. <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, I've completely lost my, my trains. Um, Your trains? Shut up. Um, <laughs> I also love, like, the imagery of, like, a big ballroom party. Mm. Like, as I've mentioned before, and I think everyone knows, I really like dancing. And so <laughs> the idea is, like, going to a big fancy ball and there's, like, structured dance i don't really know um but like i love it whenever we do like a kaylee or something as if i say that as if i do it often i haven't but i love it um and just the idea of like being in like a really fancy dress in a ballroom dancing it makes me really happy and i love how that is portrayed in the music video and oh sorry another thing i love in the music video specifically is the like cost the wardrobe choices um Mm. And like the costumes. So why did um, you? Sorry, can I just interject it? You were gonna fine. say um, costume, and then you changed to wardrobe choices. Yeah, is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? Costume makes so much more sense. Was it? Yeah. 
Well, I don't know, because in, like, their day, it wouldn't have been a costume. It would have been their clothes. Yeah, but it's still a costume. Okay, fine. I, I don't know what to say now. Costume. Okay. okay. Sorry, carry on. I love the wardrobe process <laughs> of um, the music video and, like, I don't know, the way and the hair, like, the way Taylor's hair is done and just everything about the aesthetic of how it looks. I'm a really big fan of that. I think it looks really pretty. Mm. Something we normally like to do is say our favourite line and why. Um, so, Esther, do you have a favourite line from this song? I have a favourite part of the re-recording. Okay, is that, okay, but is that a line? It's not a line. <laughs> Esther! <laughs> no, but it's really can, cool. Yeah, but just do that, like, later. Okay, fine. I, can I say mine? I think just before the key change, just, like, the build-up to that, <clears throat> it's just the best part of the song. Is that a line? Sorry. <laughs> it's funny, because that's kind of the same thing I was going to say. Yeah, I kind of jumped in there first. <laughs> Jamie could like sense it coming. I could sense. Yeah. I could sense where you were going, and I was like, um, "Can't, can't really copy you." So I'll, uh, I'll go first. Okay, I, I have a line. Can I say my line? Yes. This love is difficult, but it's real. Mm. Because um, it's, it's saying that you know, love doesn't have to be some like fairy tale that's super easy and happy. It, um, saying it's difficult, but that doesn't mean it's not worth it and that doesn't mean it's not gonna, mm. you know be amazing when we can be together kind of thing yeah it reminds me of that bit in mine where like they're have to like move in together and they have no money but it's yes. really difficult yes but it's real love exactly exactly reminds me of that that's that's a lovely comparison thank you <laughs> <laughs> jamie did you actually have a favorite line or are you just going to talk about the bridge <laughs> i mean just like the build the build up before that just Probably the, I was tired of waiting, wondering if you were ever coming around, and then just the building from that bridge is just mm. so good. It is. Yeah. Can I, can I say the very little bit that I really, really, really like? Yes. So it's um, just literally seconds before the key change. Well, it's actually building into the key change. It's like the guitar, the guitar, a guitar makes this like noise, and it's really cool. And I don't think they had that in the original recording. Oh. So when you listen to it, listen to the bit that's... Um, Real. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. It, it's before um, Marry Me Juliet. Pulled okay. out a ring and said... Real. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to listen to it the same now. Okay. Hi, everyone. This is Esther and Sophie and Jamie from the future because we have had to re-record part of this podcast just the final section and a little bit of the second section 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 (laughs) (laughs) so i could go into detail but it's quite a long story but essentially we had some issue with the recording um so we've had to re-record this little bit so this is like two months later about two days before the episode's coming out (laughs) so that's exciting And it's also funny because Taylor Swift re-recorded Love Story and it was the first one that she released. And this is the first episode that we're re-recording. So that's quite fun. Hopefully the only one. (laughs) Yes, you would hope so. So I'm now going to hand over to Sophie because I think we got to her favourite line of the song. So take it away. My favourite line, it's really weird having to rethink about it after so much time away was in the first verse where it says see the lights see the party the ball gowns because i love a party i love a dance and in the music video as well they have like the nice ballroom dancing it just it's right up my street you know could it be better 
I don't think so. Wow. So it sounds so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting. Is so, it? <laughs> it is. Like, yeah, like the lights, the parties, the ball gowns. Mm. I mean, I think like the best kind of party is like a fancy dress party. <laughs> I don't know whether it makes yes. you really lame. Oh, I disagree. But, you know. <laughs> well... Do you think it's because of the, the music video? Do you like that line so much, Sophie? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, because I think I can like picture the bit in the video as she says it and she like has the mask and it's like... Mm, they're not yeah. a mask, not a face mask. They're not... Fun. That would be pretty tragic. The word mask has a different meaning. It really does. Indeed. Uh, what, how, how topical I am. <laughs> <laughs> so now we need to rank the song, which is the most difficult part of every episode. How many have you ranked so far? Well, we've ranked six, but, but it's this, this is episode is... three. So <laughs> yeah. we've ranked three. No, we've ranked two. <laughs> and we need to put this in with Fearless and 15. It's so easy. Oh, I forgot how easy it was back in these days. Esther, there's been like six songs. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, for me, this is just iconic and is top dog compared to Fearless and 15. Is it iconic because of the nostalgia and the period that it takes you to, though? Or for the actual song? Well, both. I mean, all these songs are from the same... Yeah, but does this resonate with you more because of the nostalgia you have to it? Good question. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But is that not a legit reason to like a song? No, 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 it is a legit reason to like a song. I'm just saying, is this more nostalgia-based because of how much you listen to it in that time period? I mean, this was the first Taylor Swift song I ever heard. Okay, exactly. So is is that does that play an influence on your ranking of it? Well, something's got to play an influence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. You didn't get this angry with me last time. I'm just trying to ask, ask thought-provoking questions about it, and I'm getting shut down. I'm shut down. Um, Jamie, where would you put it? It's tough because I would want to put it top because of just how iconic it is and how well it fits just as a as a as a narrative and as a story to the mm. song and i just like how how it is um so i'd probably put it top but why are you getting annoyed with me for saying that it's top because i want to <laughs> hold no, on no, no, i wanted to know your reasoning behind it esther where do you stand yeah i want to put fearless top but i think i'm a bit outnumbered yeah yeah sorry <laughs> and i know i know where we put it last time and i don't want to change it <laughs> Well, we can't really change it because it changes where we've put the rest of the songs. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> so it's going top, basically. It's all this stuff. Look what you made me do. Spilled ALT on you. Sauce. Great, let's move on to our next segment, which is ALT. And this is a big one this week. We are chatting about the re-recording um, of Fearless. As we originally recorded it, Love Story Taylor's version had just come out. As we're recording now, the whole Fearless re-record has come out, which is very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, lots of bops. So yeah, the T is the re-recordings this week. So why exactly did did Taylor re-record them? So basically, uh, shall I include names or shall I not include names? We might get sued by them, they might pick this up. So we're gonna call Mean Guy One and Mean Guy Two. Okay. Mean Guy One. It's <laughs> children's storybook. <laughs> so when Taylor Swift was sixteen years old, she signed onto a record label and mm-hmm. Mean Guy mm-hmm. One was part of that record label. So she recorded all the way up to her sixth album, which is Reputation. And yeah, all was well. 
It was all fine. However, she did not own these records. So she wasn't in control of uh, who could use it or if they could be sold or all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. 2017, 2018 or 2019, one of, one of those years, Mean Guy 1 sold all of her music to Mean Guy 2. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Mean Guy 2 and Taylor had a relationship at all, as in like a professional relationship, but she was not very happy about it. And completely understandable because she no longer owned any of her music Mm. and when she signed to the record label as a 16 year old she had no idea that uh you know this would be possible and she just you know it's like young singers in the industry can so easily be exploited like that because Mm. they're just so desperate for for music and to be able to get their their name out there exactly um so now she's like campaigning a lot for young uh Mm. singer songwriters to be able to own their music which is amazing she, i think it's so inspiring but yeah essentially that is the t and she's now re-recording all her records which is <coughs> very exciting um mm-hmm. because yeah we now have fearless taylor's version which is golden and we mm. get the vault songs yes have you guys listened to them yet what are the vault songs sorry mr perfectly fine yes you all over me okay. bye bye baby don't you were these sorry vaulted in the sense that she wrote them at the time and now she's yeah yeah basically she wrote them and they didn't quite make the cut to be on the album because they you know they didn't want the album to be too long or any of that because fearless Mm. is only 13 tracks but fearless taylor's version is 27 27 wow yeah okay yeah Yeah. now she owns them all she does well she well she owns fearless because she's only released fearless but and lover in folklore. And oh everything. yeah, yeah, yeah. She now owns four out of nine of her albums. And she's going all the way through. And she's no longer with this mean guy two. N- not mean guy two, nor mean guy one. I think she just released it under her own name. Mm. Oh okay. Because she has like friends who can record them for her. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has access to recording spaces without needing the record label to. Yeah. Give her the space. I don't know. You need to sign with anyone. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Jamie, for being such a great first guest and coming back again to re-record. Thanks for having me. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been fun. You are so welcome. <laughs> yeah, next week we will chat about Hey Stephen with another special guest. Until then, just keep podding along. Bye! Bye! Bye. It's a love story, baby, just hit subscribe. Thank you.